This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Here until midnight, then it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Go on and stick some phone calls, shall we? Let's do it. Nate's in Jersey. Nate, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing, Larry? How you doing, Gordon? Hey, Nate. What's going on? Um, so this was a um, – listen, a win is a win for the Yankees tonight, and I'm real proud that they got the win tonight. Um, it wasn't a great game for them. The offense outside of Volpe, Judge, Rizzo just looks so flat. And, you know, like it's it's not just today, but it's been like the better part of the last week or so. And I understand it's so early, but it's like they need a spark. And I know Volpe's like doing awesome and I think he's going to start hitting, and it's going to be great. Um, but the rest of the offense, again, outside of those top three, top four, it's it's it's, it's not what you want. And everyone wants to say, oh, oh, everyone wants to point to the pitching and stuff like that. But the hitting hasn't been good either. You know what I mean? Like, this is not, you know. Oh, yeah, I hear you, Nate. Oh, boy, we lost him. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He, he was so depressed, he just hung up. <laughs> he couldn't think about anything else to say. Gordon, listen, the offense is, is sluggish. There's no question about it. Uh, I also think Cabrera's been pretty good. He's been decent in some spots. Well, he hits the ball he, hard. He's, be- he's better than the alternative in left field. We no all question. know wh- 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 what we're talking about there. That's right. Yeah. And Donaldson's got a hamstring I, I saw somewhere. He's going to be back later. Did I see that, Gordon? Uh, I thought. Uh, you know what? I did not see that he was going to be back uh, later. I thought he was coming back soon. Maybe there has been an update there that I missed. Well, I'm look, trying, I'm trying to cheer you up. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be great. Um, look, with with Stanton out, that's a big loss. Huge. He's going to be out for a very long time. It looks like it's going to be yeah. you know a month and a half, two months that you're going to have that's to deal without him. Uh, so it's going to be Glaber and Lemayhew who have kind of have to step up. You know, Lemayhew is. Um, has gotten off to a halfway decent start. Glaber looked like he was really, you know, red hot there and has cooled off some. Was I think it was what was he one for his last seventeen coming into uh, in, in the course of tonight or something along those lines before the sack fly. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to scratch out some runs with those guys, uh, unfortunately, because there's going to be parts of that lineup uh, that are just not great. You know, Willie Calhoun is the DH, and then Franchi Yikes. Cordero, who's had some some big hits at, at times. I don't really think mm-hmm. that you know that's a, that's like a nice first month of the season kind of story. I don't think yeah. that you're going to be riding with those guys, but that should give you a chance to get Cabrera in the lineup regularly. And uh, you're going to have to ride with those guys right now because you're not making any trades, and nobody's coming to save you. Gordon, let's talk about your bullpen tonight. They did a great job. King Peralta, oh, Peralta tough with the you know. A lot of the game tying hit, but yep. King King what what two in the third? Mm-hmm. He looks he looks like he's back. Yeah, he had a lot of, he had a lot of pitches tonight, so he's not going to be available for a little while. Forty four, uh, Gordon. Yeah, uh, Clay Holmes just yeah he just kind of worries me, Larry. He's just he, um, he has such movement on his pitches that uh, he sometimes loses the strike zone. So that's mm-hmm. uh, a bit of a concern there. But yeah, I mean with with um, Loisaga down, King's role is now more important. And Wandy Peralta, man, when you talk about the Yankee bullpen, nobody really talks about him. But the no. guy has been money Huge. since you really got him. He's been fantastic, Huge. and I like this kid Hamilton. Uh, yeah, th- that pitch that he's got, I can't was it the Slombito or so, some, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, and he looks he looks like a Western gunslinger. You know, he just looks like a guy who could come <laughs> yeah. in and, you know, 
shut down the town if you if you need it. Uh, but uh, the Yankee bullpen, they always kind of figure it out. Sometimes it's a little messy in the at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. That's one area where I do have some confidence. But you, at some point, you got to get the starters back because you're going to burn out the bullpen because you got Brito going four innings every time. You got Schmidt going four innings every time. So uh, you don't want to be burning these guys out before July 4th. That's right. No questions about it. Mark is in Newark. Mark, you're next on 98.7 ESPN. What's going on, fellas? Mark. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) my Mets, uh, I mean, here's the deal. Okay, so I'm on my way home. And uh, I stopped to La Farandula. I get some stewed chicken and rice and beans and gravy, right? Mm. I'm like, I got a smile big as a half moon before I get to the house. <laughs> so I get here, and then I see the, the caption of, of Max. And, and you know what? <clears throat> Loving my teams the way that I do, uh, Gordon, you kind of, uh, you kind of led me in. To this thought when you, when you said that the Yankees uh, weren't playing like juggernauts exactly, and my mind instantly went to Max. <laughs> said, Max, <laughs> Max has that look on his face like he made me think of when Bobby Valentine wore the Grafton Marks <laughs> disguise and the, <laughs> the camera spotted him in the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, <isn't> that's something. <laughs> Unbelievable. Max was like. But I thought it was the other glove. I, 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 and it, and it, yeah. it was just, I was, I was like, come on, come on, give it up, Max. <laughs> That's right. It was something. It was something, Mark. It, it, it was, it was, it was crazy to see that he was just, he was so adamant, Gordon. They're like, no, no, I'm just, I'm honestly, you know, like you said, you should, like he told the media afterwards, he, he, you know, swore in his kids' lives. No, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. It's just, he was just jumping up and down, trying to convince them. And Gordon, they just weren't having it. They were like, no. They're like, here's I mean, what we do. They know. have to take out like a pH test now. <laughs> like, do they have to like swab the area and see if it turns blue when they shake it in the liquid? I mean, what are we doing? There's got to be know. a better way than this. It does. It really does. It has to be. It can't be. It can't be this complicated. It should be something very simple, and and, and let's move on. And and look, if he if he only used rosin and sweat, he didn't use sunscreen. He obviously didn't use spider. Poor spider tech people. The company of spider tech has been ruined by this whole uh, this whole uh, situation with Major League Baseball. But if it was only rosin and um, and his sweat, he should have been allowed, I think, to go and wash it off. Mm-hmm. And 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 made made clear to him. Look, look, uh, they gave him a warning originally and said, "Hey, this is." I guess they're telling him it was too sticky. Right. So make sure that it's not. Again, it's so dumb. <laughs> make sure you're not so sticky when you come out. Yep. I mean, come on. What are we doing? We're making a mess. <laughs> it really, I, <laughs> where one we're doesn't doing. need to exist. I know. You're right. But you know, it's baseball. It is baseball. You know, and they are. That's what they do. That's what they do, Gordon. Just, just when you, just when you, just when you figure out that they're doing something right, and listen, the pitch clock has been phenomenal for that. Been phenomenal. It's been great. But you knew that when they had that memo that they were going to have what was it, enhanced efforts, or they were going to crack down on illegal substances. 
that the umpires are like they're going into it looking for somebody to catch. They got to mm-hmm. catch somebody. That's right. And it feels like that was the, what, what happened here. No question about it. When we return, we'll take more of your phone calls here on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. As far as the NBA games are concerned and NBA TV, not not a close game tonight. I mean, the the Lakers were, by the way, and we'll get to the calls in a second. If you're a Laker fan right now, you have to be totally frustrated with your team. Well, you cannot lose. There's there's no job, and you were missing two other players, so they're missing three starters, and you lose that game. They were down twenty at one point in that game, Gordon. L. A. Well, at least they the, at least the other game, the the Heat game, was on NBA TV, so at least they yes. dodged that bullet. Well, right now they've got a fifteen point deficit uh, for Minnesota playing Denver in the one eight matchup going into halftime. Not good. Well, it's still second half, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they can respond. You know, Knicks didn't last night for sure, but you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Minnesota's got uh, another gear in them. Okay, I'll play along. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good job out of you, though. Yeah. As as uh, as associate PR for TNT basketball. Yeah. Don't don't go anywhere. These second halves they get wild. They do, except in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Where they just seem to be the same. Uh, oh, by the way. No Draymond Green for yeah. game three. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, we talk about must win games. That's a must win game for, for Golden State. Now, now how did, but, but I love Sacramento, right? They put out a release that, oh, by the way, Sabonis is questionable tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure he is. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of playing yeah. along, right. you got a better, you got a better chance of the beam not, not going to the sky in Sacramento after a win. Then, then Sabonis not playing in Game Three tomorrow night. Maybe they need to break out the Paul Pierce wheelchair, where you know all of a sudden, oh, he's, he needs to get wheeled. He could be wheeled in. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, you know, I was be- thinking in the break about how do you solve the problem with Max Scherzer? Maybe what they have, you know, how like the umpires have the sleeves where they put the baseballs, the spare baseball. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe they need another one on the other side where they carry wet naps. You know, maybe some Lysol wipes, you know, like the tube yeah, of Lysol wipes that you get. You Absolutely. just get a couple, rub your hands with those, and then yeah. uh, you're, clean, you're good to go. Absolutely. And get it done quickly because we got to move this game along. Or we just have the bat boys wipe the gloves down every, every, after every inning. It's ama- you know, like baseball, it's amazing. No matter what your rules you put in place, though, guys are going to push the envelope as they much are. as possible. They are. And listen, who, loves, who in baseball loves players like Max Scherzer more? Oh, the, you know, because they have, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, well, only... Max Max took the news about as, as, as exactly how you would expect that Max Scherzer would take that news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? He lost Absolutely. his mind. He, he loses did. his mind over everything. He does. He definitely does. He definitely does. Rocco is in Staten Island. What's up, Rocco? Guys, uh, first off, Gordon, Larry, two, two guys that do a great job. Uh, you know, listen a long time when – Gordon was Saturday mornings, Larry late at night. Like, you, you guys are what's right about local sports, and you keep it going. Uh, now, I, I wanted to call. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, long-time Jeff fan. I know Aaron's coming. Uh, and I, I think that the reporters, I think that the Rich Semenis, the Brian Castellas, the, the you guys, the Connor Hughes, who knows. But, you know, we're going to be playing football deep into January, and uh, it's been a tough time for the uh, – 
the Jet fans and even the reporters, they're waiting for the demise. They're waiting for the letdown, and it's going to be all glory coming soon in in, uh, in Jetland. Well, Rocco, thanks for the kind words. And uh, listen, as as a as for the Jet fans, I really hope you are correct. Oh, I really they, do. They, no, they, they he is he is on his way, Larry. I mean, it's okay. just a, again, as I've been saying since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Not even the New York Jets mm-hmm. can screw this up. Okay. Draft night is when? Uh, it's a week from tonight, right? Okay. All right. Yeah, tomorrow week night? From week from tomorrow night. Thursday? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What, what, oh, it's is today okay. Wednesday? Is it still yes. Wednesday? Yes, still. I'm, I'm already on to Thursday, Larry. I'm, uh, uh, listen, I'm ahead I'm of my time. As early yeah, as no. you start, it makes sense. Right, yeah. <laughs> It's uh yeah so it does make sense because you right. start early in the morning yeah so yeah yeah so and, and so a week from tomorrow maybe it'll be done I because would think by so. then you know yeah. Green Bay well, will look will, will have I a mean, draft choice and whoo if it doesn't happen by the draft we get through the draft Larry uh-huh. and it doesn't happen by then and I would say the second day of the draft those second right. you know the second round picks the Jets yes. have that's yes. the if That's they have the all of them, of it's a problem. Right. If they use both of those picks, who knows how long this could go on. Then it becomes interesting. All right. So when, when, what, what has to happen for you to say, I thought even the Jets couldn't mess this up? <laughs> what would have to happen is there would have to be a change of Aaron Rodgers' intentions. Right? Okay. Like when he said the, the clip that we played there at the, the, the break – he intends to play for the Jets. Yes. Until he says, or and the way he would do it, it would just kind of be a hint. Mm-hmm. But until he has some sort of public comments or somebody has some comments from him that said, uh, you know, my intention was to play for the Jets, but I could also play for 49ers. whoever. Then I would say, uh-oh, <laughs> Joe Douglas better get on the, better get on the horn and, and be willing to give up what you need to give up. But I, I don't think that that's going to happen. I think that, Aaron, we will have to wait. We will have to play the waiting game a little bit longer. But I do think that he's going to end up as a Jet. Not to cause any trouble. Because much like you, I try to bring – you bring people together. I, I do bring people together. You do. That's I, I do. try. That's what I'm about. I try. There's no right. question. But there is a report. Mm-hmm. That now with the Niners aren't sure when Brock Purdy is going to be available, that they're kind of interested in seeing what's happening with the Jet deal with Green Bay. I just find it very hard to believe. Now, if if you're asking me, if I'm the 49ers, mm-hmm. would I pursue it? Yes, I would, because mm-hmm. the Niners are a quarterback away from a championship. They're the 49ers. They're about winning championships. They should be going all in as much as possible. And if you don't, if you have uncertainty at the quarterback position, well, then you're not all in on the season. I mean, that's the most important position you can have. So if I were the 49ers, yes, I would be investigating that, but. I would have to think they've investigated it by now. Like, what have you been doing? You know, Brock Purdy didn't just get hurt yesterday. He's been hurt for the whole time. There's not all of a sudden new that you have uncertainty about Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. So I would have to think that they've already investigated it. They're not going down that road. I think you would need to have a situation where somebody got hurt in the offseason. Okay. You know, all Mm -hmm. of a sudden there's a quarterback. I, I can't think of a good, you know, 
Tua Tungavailoa gets hurt in a motorcycle accident, and oh, mm-hmm. he's now questionable to play in the seat. That would all of a sudden, I think, maybe change things. But it would have to be something as dramatic as that. Okay. Because remember, now, Jets have a top five defense. 49ers have a Super Bowl defense. Yeah, well, I, I heard that the Jets had a Super Bowl defense. Well, they I, have a they, they, I, yeah. they playoff have a, defense. I didn't see that playoff a, defense against the Jaguars or the Seahawks or no. Some Statistically, of those other teams. they had a top five defense. Yes, stat wise, they mm. had a top five defense. Yeah, people love. But that. to the eye test, yeah, the 49ers have a Super Bowl defense. Oh, there's no. I mean, when you looked at that that Dallas Niner game, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was a it was a different level. No question, no question about it. Eli's in Washingtonville. He's next, Gordon, after a Yankee win. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be hey, ecstatic. I'm sure he's going to be very pumped up. Nice job yeah, by the listen, bullpen uh, tonight. Yeah, you know, you know, I want to, you know, divert a little bit, talk about Scherzer, the, the Scherzer thing. Okay. Uh, listen, it's it's an embarrassment to baseball because you have a Cy Young winner, a guy that's going to the Hall of Fame, the guy who is a strikeout artist, and you're going to say that he needs a substance to get people out? Like, well, he did have a substance. About... He he did. He was well, using it to, to, to create an advantage, but it's a legal advantage. Right. But come on. It's, you don't embarrass – like you say, you don't embarrass your stars like that. You should. You know? And, and listen, when it comes to the Draymond Green, too, like I think that situation where – you know, if you see the videotape, the guy clearly held Draymond's leg, but because Draymond is Draymond, mm-hmm. and for the league to say that Dumar has had, you know, the last say on on the suspension, the guy was one of the he was one of the dirtiest point guards in the league. You know, he played in the in the era where well, who you know, who are you going to go to to get information on dirty play? You have to go to the dirty players. They should put Lambeer in that role. He was. He was on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Amberhorn. Listen, but one thing that, that scared me about the Yankees and Volpe oh. is that fine. Volpe looked good in the in the in the spring training. He, he looks good here and there, but I'm just hoping this is not our R.J. Barrett, where we could have had Juan Soto or so many potential players to actually help us win last year. And, you know, continue to win this year. And the Yankee development is not great, so I hope this is not our R.J. Barrett. All right, Eli, thanks for the phone call. That's a a long way to go to get a shot at somebody on one of the New York teams for Eli there. But, uh, look, he's not wrong because Volpe was sold as as he's going to be a star. And it's not just about who you could have traded Volpe for. It's that you allowed that position to kind of sit open here Mm -hmm. to wait for him. Now, yep. I think Volpe's looked the part. I don't think that he's looked – you know, his numbers are not going to jump off the page at you, but um, he, he's he's not looked out of place. He's not looked like a rookie who's really struggling to fit in or is overmatched at any point. So, he's here now. He's, he's he, Look, I watch him, and, and I actually have some hope he's going to do something. I'm not uh, – I can't say that about everybody in the Yankee lineup on a night-in, night-out basis. You can't say that about R.J. Barrett either. No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Maybe well, they I, should – maybe they could trade R.J. Barrett for Aaron Hicks. No. No, you're not making that not, trade no, if you're the Knicks? Not, no. R.J.'s more available. 
<laughs> he is. He is available. Yeah. Yeah. More available. He, Hicks is looking for some of that load management. He would yeah. really be able to take advantage oh, of that. Oh man, if he was oh, in the NBA, that load oh, oh, he would. He, he'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Gordon, I gotta tell you something. I'm. I'm. I am almost ready to sit R.J. Barrett. I'm just. I'm telling you. I'm almost ready to sit him, Gordon. I'm ready. I'm almost ready to sit him. Not. Not bench him for the whole game. But no. like second half, I'm almost ready to like not even think he exists. Well, I'll tell you this. I don't know how game three is going to go, but obviously there's a scenario where if, if game three does not go well and R.J. Barrett continues to struggle as he has here uh, in, the, in the two games so far, he's in, he's in for a rude awakening. Because if you, if you go down 2-1 in the series, losing the last two games, I think for that point it's going to be crisis time for Tom Thibodeau, and he's not – Again, he's not—he's not playing head games. He, you no. know what he's going to do. He, yes. he is—he's very direct. You can't yes. complain that he's not direct about what he's going to do. No, Mm-mm. he will shorten that bench. He will sit him with 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 no with with no problem. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's another thing. Imagine Aaron H- Aaron Hicks going from Aaron Boone to Tom Thibodeau. Would that be? Ooh, that would be oh, a wake up call. It would be. Woo. It would be. He he wouldn't be the same. No, <laughs> he might be a different player. He would be more. He, he would get yelled at more in, in, in a five minute stretch of the first quarter than he has his entire Yankee career. That's it, because you know, he's not there with Joe Girardi. Now, if Girardi had been there, Gordon, how would he have been different? If Girardi had been there, uh, well, I, I you know, I don't, I don't really even think Girardi was that hard on guys. I mean, I he, I he, like, when you go back to the criticism that he had of Gary Sanchez at the time, it, was it wasn't like he was ripping him to shreds. No. This guy's a, a, a disgrace. You know, he wasn't Billy Martin. No. Nope. It was like the slightest bit of criticism. Whew. This guy's going to, oh, look how he talks to me. Oh, my Lord. And it does seem like it's like this in all the sports, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was, um, there was a situation with the Cardinals the first week of the year. Tyler O'Neill, who's one of their better players, is a good is a good base runner, was on second base. There was a base hit to the outfield, and you could tell watching him, and the metrics as well told you, that he was not busting it. Mm-hmm. He was not running as hard as he could have been. Gets thrown out of the plate. It was a big play in the game. After the game, the, the, uh, the manager, Marmel, basically said something along the lines of, that's not up to our standard here. Mm-hmm. And and O'Neill had a problem with it. He's oh well, we didn't need to oh, we didn't need to air that publicly. I'm like he didn't even say anything that bad. He wasn't saying oh you didn't bust it, you didn't work hard, you didn't. Uh, I'm gonna have to speak to him about this. This is a disgrace. He said that this is not up to our standard, and mm-hmm. that was even seen as being too critical. How about that? How about that? Scary, Gordon. Things it's have scary changed. Scary, I mean. <laughs> Things have changed. Yeah, they did not grow up in the Damer household when you didn't know your times tables, Larry. Boy, that was a whole. That was pressure. That was like the great Santini with Robert Duvall. I mean, it was, it was hot. I'm not even going to insult my mom and dad by bringing Oof. anything up. <laughs> <laughs> there's because a statue of limitations in the hardest household. Yes, yes, because. Yes. I I could still feel some wind behind my head, <laughs> even just thinking about what I thinking was about, about to say. Thinking about it, right. <laughs> it, it would have been – one day I'll share a story with you about One day, one day I'll share a story with you. Come back. We'll take some more phone calls next on 98.7 ESPN.
People that I have talked to have told me the two parties are still speaking, and there is a chance the deal could get done before the draft. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. It's pretty good. Uh, you, you learn something new about me every t- all Absolutely. the time, Larry. You know? I know. There's still things to I'm, I'm very mysterious. Yes, you are. Yeah. You know, I mean... Playing the piano, salsa. Oh, yeah, that's 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 mysterious. There's other words that they've used to describe it, not necessarily mysterious. If I had told you, Larry, it's mm-hmm. only been 35 days mm-hmm. since Aaron Rodgers went on Pat McAfee, you would have thought it was a lot longer than that. Doesn't it feel much longer ago? It feels than- like January 1. I was on. talking to the guy. It feels like we should almost treat it like a hostage crisis, like the Packers are holding Aaron Rodgers hostage right now it's day 35 of the hostage crisis it's unbelievable it's only been 35 days That's it's it. only been 35 he went on uh, march 15th today's april 19th seems so much longer oh my god i would <laughs> you would have i would i could have cleared up if i would have said it was like 60 days since he went on you would have said oh over over yeah see, only speaking of the football guard i got my first notice from youtube tv today uh-huh about the uh sunday ticket yeah mm-hmm there, there. We, we have a. Uh, I shouldn't even say this because they're not buying time. But anyway, so they they're giving me an opportunity for a b- before a certain date, right? hundred dollars off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. It, it it it's expensive. It is. But it's not. I thought it was going to be much more a I much bigger jack up price. I than, did too. Yeah. I did too. And then they're trying to combine something where you can get. The red zone, if you mm-hmm. get, you know, with that, like, but I don't need both. <laughs> like, like, I don't. Right, if I got all the games, I don't need I the don't, red zone. I don't need the red zone. You know, I mean, if you're I am interested it to, to me, see what uh, develop, you know, like what uh, innovations they bring to it. Mm-hmm. Because Directv was not innovating anything. It was the you know, you, it was uh, you knew what you were getting. You were getting the the, the the regular games, and you would have the the screen where you had multiple games. It was always mm-hmm. going to look the same. It was never going to change. Yeah. So I'm interested to see if they give you, you know, an option to kind of plug in your own games into, yeah. a, you know, a format where, all right, I want to watch these three games, but only mm-hmm. these three games. Yeah. That would be a nice innovation. That would be at the same time. Right. That would be perfect. Because then you could see, just put them on your screen, just get, just watch them. And I think they're going to do that because, as I told you, with the NCAA tournament, they flirted with three games in, on, on one screen. Mm-hmm. Which that's not what they've done anything like that before. So I'm curious about that. I'm also curious who's going to be the first one to try to, you know, move in on the NBA package. Like who's going to be the first one to try to move in, you know what I'm saying, on Mm -hmm. the regular, obviously maybe not to that extent, but to sneak in a couple of, you know, games of the week. You know, like Prime is doing with the Yankees on one yep, day a week and sure. whatnot, that Apple TV does a game. So I'm curious to see which one of the streaming services is going to try to do this. My my my, my money's on Bezos. <laughs> I still think. Yeah, you know, we thought Bezos was going to come through with the uh, with the NFL. Never did. Never did. Let me down. Yeah, I know, I know, but because uh, I, I I think somebody's going to come and try to do this basketball thing soon. Well, I, you would figure basketball. That's the one that appeals to the most young fans, certainly mm-hmm. more than baseball. Yep. So they would have probably the best uh, way of, of connecting with people on streaming services. And, you know, it's not going to be like uh, Yankee fans calling up about the uh, 
Where can I find the prime? I can't find the prime. You know? It's not one of those situations. It's not one of those. But I like to think not. I will say this, uh, and I'm not shilling for the company, but during the regular season, ESPN Plus does a great job with hockey. You, mm-hmm. you can see they have hockey all over the place. It's almost like a, an NHL package. They have games all over, all over. They do a great job with that. They, they did a really good job with hockey this year. Did a nice job. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Roscoe's in Brooklyn. What's up, Roscoe? Before I get to my R.J. Barrett point, so you're telling me the Yankees are on prime once a week? Because today I didn't get to see them. So I had to listen to Susan and John, which is not bad. But the Yankees are on once a week for the the whole season. I think that's true. Yeah, I, I know they were on Prime tonight. I think yeah, they, they were do definitely Wednesdays. on Prime tonight. Yep. I think no, they do I, Wednesdays I on Prime. So it's but just the Yankees, like the Yankees signed into this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's a problem because I don't have Prime and I don't want to watch and I don't want to subscribe to Prime. I have nothing to do with Prime just because I don't want anything to do with that outside world that we're living that everyone else is living in, in that bubble. So that means once a week I can't watch the Yankees. All right, not a problem. Larry, you brought up a good point. R.J. Hmm. Barrett needs to come off the bench. He is not a starter right now. I'm not sure what's going on in his head. I'm not sure. We keep giving him this this uh, this scapegoat that he's 22 years old. But you know what, my man? John Morant is, is, is hurt, and he balls. And, and and you're the third pick of, of of the draft where Zion is nowhere to be nowhere to be seen. John Moran is hurt, and right now you're not even living up to the third pick. So RJ, figure it out, bro. You have to figure this out, Larry. Like you're right. Come off the bench, keep him on the bench. But then my question to you is, who are we gonna start? Because Hart can't come off. Hart can't start. So we're going with, with Grimes. We're going to go with, like, what's your, what's your alternative if RJ's coming off the bench? OB Toppin? OB Toppin, got a, he's not balling. Oh, Larry? No, he's not. He's not. He's not, Roscoe. Thanks for the phone call. The only person that, the only person I was I would think of, and he's and he's not balling either, Gordon, is quickly. Quickly has been a better, yeah. he's been a better offensive player as a starter than he has coming off the bench, especially down the stretch. But that hasn't worked either, so... Um, you know, that's why I said I would keep him on the bench and maybe not play him in the second half. <laughs> and quickly just... to me is the far bigger concern right now than R.J. Yes, Barrett. No I don't question. expect anything out of R.J. Barrett. Yeah. I do expect quickly to step up. And the Yankees have 20 games on uh, Prime okay. this year. Their next game is May 3rd against the Guardians, and then they don't play again until May 17th. All right. And so then you there's get, a stretch you got from May tw- May 24th, and then they don't play again until June 21st. So they got like a couple of games a month. A month. Okay. All right. So Rox- so Rocco, you- Roscoe, you can see him. You can see him. Just a couple of games. You'll have to. Maybe well, they'll you be sign a- up for the you- Ros- Roscoe's wife doesn't have like Amazon Prime delivering into the house. You telling me that there's houses in the in the in the United <laughs> States that don't have packages showing up every single day from the truck, Larry? I, I, maybe this so. is news to me because then it's free. I'm on a first-name basis with the guy. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you sign up for that. You sign yeah. up for the free delivery and, all, you know, free shipping. Right, and then you and get the, the prime stuff. for free, yeah. And along that, that that's part of your reward. Is you get <laughs> your yeah. I have family pictures with the, the Amazon Prime guy in it, Larry. I'm like, who's that? Oh, that's, that's, that's Steve from the Amazon truck. Okay. <laughs> family photos, huh? Steve's I didn't, I didn't recognize him out of uniform. <laughs> 
<laughs> Every day, Larry. Every day. I walk past the door. There's more packages here. What are all these packages for? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Wow. Run away. The family's, the family's doing good. You, do you have stock I, I don't know. No, no. I don't know that they are, Larry. I don't know that they are. But the packages keep coming. They keep coming. This guy, this guy comes around multiple times a day. Wow. I'll see him, and then, and then he'll deliver something. I'm like, okay, I got, I got the package in for the day. I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that. You don't want to yep. leave it out there too long just in case. Yep. And then I'll come back later. It's like the Easter Bunny. I, I yeah. found another one. It's great. Isn't it great? <laughs> Nothing world. for you, though, huh? No, nothing. <laughs> Nothing's ever for me, Larry. You know, the mailbox, that's for me. The bills, those are addressed to me. The stoop, that's, that's not for me. That's not you. That's, that's, that's fam- not mine, family no. stoop. Yeah, family stoop, <laughs> Gordon mailbox. At least you know your place. Yeah, I do know my place. I do know my place. <laughs> Earl's in Anaheim. What's up, Earl? Hey, how's it going today, guys? Earl. Just, just want to tell you that uh, we got the game today. Uh-huh. And no one knew what was going on with Max Serger. We heard the whole stadium said, what the hell is going on? Um, and then we found out that he wasn't ejected for any sticky stuff. He was arguing. And he wouldn't let it go, so that's why they threw him out. Um, no, he was ejected no for the rosin use. No, no, no. He was ejected for arguing. Because he, they, he, they gave him the chance to, to change his glove, but he told him, no, I'm not going to do it. And he kept arguing. And they they tossed him, but it wasn't for anything. No, that's stuff. not that's not what they said. That 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 is not what they said. He, the umpire. That's what they said at the stadium. So okay. Either way, he could have just changed the freaking glove. You know. Well, well, well the, he he the reason why it's important, Earl, is because if it was just arguing, then nothing yeah. else happens as a result. But if it's the result of the of the of the rosin or sticky stuff, that is a potential ten game suspension. Yeah, yeah, so that's why it's important. If, if, if it's, yeah, if it's sticky stuff, he's gone. But they said it was because he was arguing, not because of the sticky stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, all the reports after wanted, the game were because of the yeah, sticky oh, stuff. That that was the reports, Earl. Yeah, that was the sticky stuff. Um, also, I want to talk about the next. Okay. As you guys, Earl, sit that dude down. You well, know, RJ. Yeah. The best Earl, I got to let you go. You're breaking, up on, you're breaking up on your line from Anaheim. But yeah, His I, line, I, I think, is also uh, taken care of by R.J. Barrett. I think that's <laughs> it's, a little it's, it's, it's shaky. It's struggling. It's, it's struggling. struggling. No Although we did it. hear him, so that I mean, maybe it was not R.J. Barrett. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was just, it was just, just the Anaheim line. That's all it is. When we come back, uh, we'll take you to the ballpark quickly, and we have some answers with Aaron. Oh, my goodness. That's next on 98.7 ESPN. I don't want anything to do with that outside world. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. For those of you on hold, hang with us. We're going to the ballpark before we leave you tonight on ESPN New York Tonight. That's midnight when it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Gordon, we begin... In L.A., day game where the Mets come back to beat the Dodgers by the score of 5-3. The big story in that game was Max Scherzer, who was ejected because he had some sticky stuff and the umpires asked him to change the glove and wash his hands. He came back out. It was still sticky. So Max Scherzer was asked after the game, what exactly did you say to the umpires? 
He said, my hand's too sticky. And I said, I swear on my kid's life, I'm not using anything else. This is sweat and rosin, sweat and rosin. I keep saying it over and over. And they touch my hand, they say it's sticky. And i like, yes, it is because it's sweat and rosin. And they say it's too sticky. It's not, and it, it, they threw me out because of that. All right, so <laughs> it's unbelievable, Gord. We, we've talked about it. I, there's nothing else left to say. It's, there's nothing else left it's, to say. I blame baseball. I there's mean, no they, they put these rules. Oh, we got to crack down on it. Why do you have to crack down on it? It seemed like you took care of the problem last year. You don't have to have an extra crackdown. And that extra crackdown clearly is the reason why Max Scherzer got ejected today. It is. Here's what Buck Showalter had to say about his ace being told bye-bye. No, we'll let it run its course. I'm not going to walk back through that and everything. Uh, we'll uh, let it run its course. We feel pretty comfortable about what went on where Max is concerned. What did they say he was ejected for? Well, he's using rosin, what's on the field. And, uh, you know, it's a substance that's very legal. Wiped it off, washed it. I don't know. You have to. Phil's certainly uh, been a guy that's been known for that. So we'll see. If Phil thought there was something there, why initially did he send him back out for a different glove and then the second time eject him? He just didn't like that there were rosin on his hand. Yeah, yeah you have to ask him. You know, I, I've, I've got, I'm uh, biased, but it was a great game. Really proud of our guys. What a, what a team effort. That's as good a game as you want to see. You know, through that adversity, it's a very upbeat clubhouse right now. And going, it was a big day for the bullpen uh, because of Scherzer being ejected early. They had to get six innings out of the pen. They only gave up three runs. And Buck Showalter happy with his relievers. But it is what it is. What are you going to do? Say the game's over, forfeit, and get on the plane, go home? No, nobody wants to. We got other people. Max knows that. You know, he he had pretty good stuff. He'd had eight days off. Felt good about him getting deep in that game. But I thought the key outing today was Yakabonis. Uh, that was huge for us to get into some pieces there that we thought could finish the game for us. And Yakabonis did a great job. Gordon went two and two thirds, a run, a strikeout, and two hits. And he was the guy that came right in, just warmed up, you know. Throw as many pitches as you can to get ready and then go out there and do what you can. And how about Nimmo? Five hits today, top of the order, on base of almost 500 to start the season. So he's uh, gotten off to a hot start. He is. And here's what he had to say about his five-hit day. Yeah, 2018 Camden Yards. I was a home run shy of the cycle, I think. No, it's pretty cool. I'll never forget it, uh, that's for sure. Um, I, you know, I didn't didn't forget the other one and won't forget this. They just don't come around that often, you know. So, really cool day. I was glad glad I was able to help out, you know, help the team win. Glad to be able to hit that home run there, put give us the lead, kind of switch the momentum a little bit. It's just a, just a pretty cool day that I'm trying to soak in, honestly. Yeah, no question about it. He was fabulous. And, of course, the Mets have a day off, and they have a weekend set with the San Francisco Giants, Gordon, in Frisco. Meanwhile, the Yankees did a nice job. They win 3-2 up in the Bronx, needed 10 innings to get that done. Uh, Aaron Judge, well, what can we say about him, Gordon? He is outstanding. We all know that. Here's what he did. First, he uh, robbed... Yoshi Otani of a home run, Gordon, and here's what he said about robbing Otani. Yeah, if I was a good outfitter, I would have caught on the first try. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> kind of did a little ju- juggling act there, but uh, you know, we made the play. You know, it's it's tough kind of timing those ones up. Glad we don't have a roof here because I think would have definitely hit the roof or done something. That was it's impressive what Otani can do on the other side of the ball there. Now, Judge talking about the fact that he knocked the ball, he caught it with his glove, and then it popped out. He caught it with his hand as he brought it back from over the fence. That's a great play, Gordon. Yeah, no question. Not the first time he's done that to Otani at Yankee Stadium. So uh, take that, Mr. (laughs) MVP runner-up. That's right. And, oh, by the way, just for good measure, he hits a two-run home run in the first inning. So Judge was asked, is that your best first inning ever? 
Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too bad, you know, especially for Brito coming out back and having a bounce back inning for us there after his last start, you know, coming out and putting up a zero there in the first is, is big time. All right, so that's Aaron Judge with a great night and uh Gleyber Torres with the sack fly in the tenth inning gives the Yankees the win. By the way, let's play what we'd love to do, Gordon, this time for Answers with Aaron. And it involves Glaber Torres. His, Aaron Boone was asked, what do you think about Glaber Torres' approach at the plate? So, Gordon, what do you think that the Yankee skipper had to uh, say? It's going to be positive, uh, something, you know, I know he hasn't been getting some results lately, but I like the, the way he's approaching things. I like the way he's attacking the zone. Uh, I have a lot of confidence in Glaber, so good to see him come through there with a sack fly to win it. Here's the Yankee skipper on Glaber Torres' approach at the plate. Yeah, I thought Glaber had good at-bats all night and didn't have anything to show for it, though, but a really good approach there in the end to to walk it off for us. I mean, come on. That, that's a no-hitter right there. That's a perfect game. <laughs> and, and he was quick and short to the point. Yeah, that, that was about the only surprise. <laughs> I, he was going to, I think I the, took longer than he did. You did. I thought it was going to wax poetic. <laughs> Great job. That's our view at the ballpark with the local teams today here on ESPN New York Tonight. Let's go to the phones. Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? Hey, what's going on, my guys? How you doing? Buddha. Listen, with MLB and the umpires and the Maxers or whoever else they try to indict early in the season, you know, May 15th is kind of like where baseball really takes off. Maybe they should watch that Bad News Bears <laughs> that the referees <laughs> see that. Uh, let the kids play. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Yep. It's too early for all this nonsense. But, um, look, the NBA, first of all, with the TNT, you guys were talking about, well, you said it, they had a couple of bad games. Well, guess what? That second game got a lot closer. It did. It's tied up now. Tied at 85. Yeah, I observed a couple of things. First of all, Minnesota's wearing the old Nuggets jersey yeah, from that's the something? 80s. It's crazy. <laughs> Basketball so backwards. You wear the black jerseys <laughs> or, or the away jerseys at home, and the home jerseys away. It's ridiculous. Dude, that's the, that's the Alex English jerseys that they're wearing when he was in Denver. <laughs> you understand? Yep. Listen, A-Rod, no matter what you want to say about him, that brother keep a dime piece underneath the arm, I tell you. He, he, he's a bad boy. You know? I, and, um, I knew you noticed that. Oh, yeah, she fine. She fine as wine. I love, I love A-Rod. <laughs> you can't get mad at him. But look, you sitting around talking about even the Jets can't screw this up. Bro, listen, they screwed it up already. They already oh. perpetuated, you know, the narrative of, of uh, they're desperate, they're thirsty, they don't know what they're doing. They still don't have the quarterback. God, God willing, he comes here. <laughs> you, you better hope he can still play, you know. And uh, and, and the last thing, the thing I'll say is, um, you know, we we all get excited as fans. You know, we all go up and down. I heard Rocco with the pom poms about Aaron Rodgers. But remember uh, a couple of days ago when it was the Knicks are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. The Lakers are playing the best ball in the NBA, <laughs> and KD can't win. He's a stomp. He's a sucker. <laughs> Look at one day's difference. I can't crazy. these fans in the media. They're the worst. All right, Booth, I got to run. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. Yeah, things change, don't they, Gordon? <laughs> in a New York minute, Larry. All right, my friend, we'll see you tomorrow night following Rangers-Devils. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Thank you, Harvey. Thank you, Joe. Up next, Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN.